1: Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Mr. Hill
2: Harper.
3: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: yeah.
2: Hill's yeah. a good brother, man. Met him met him weeks ago, uh, me and Troy, and uh, he was telling us about his crypto wallet that he's starting called the Black Wall Street, yeah. and, um, you know, he had an idea that, you know, we collaborate and do some content together and i'm like that's easy let's do it and um you know being that we have market mondays the biggest investment show in the world we that's right
4: we actually started the process by mentioning your name on market mondays you, you just announced that you're going to do black wall street
3: and uh we said somebody
4: if y'all can find Hill will uh, have not hit us up within an hour. So I was like, Hill Harper's looking for you. We're like, great, a week later with me and you and LA. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's beautiful.
2: So he had the idea that we would come to Tulsa. We would do a live show on this date. And why this date is is very important in history is that 100 years ago, on 1921, was the bombing massacre of the destruction of Black Wall Street. Over 300 people um, were killed. We're going to talk about the history, but... This is the 100th year anniversary of that. So we thought it would be fitting to not only pay our respects to the past, pay our respects to all of our fallen soldiers on Memorial Day, you know, but also to understand that, you know, this country, this world can never stop. Resilient Resilient people. Mm -hmm. And um, we always will will push forward. And... Current forward. So we're looking back at the past, but we're thinking forward. So first and foremost, thank you for joining us. I appreciate
5: it. Man, thank you. This To, to me and, and everybody, this moment is so historic because actually it was 100 years ago, literally to this hour yeah. Yeah. when this massacre yeah. started because it was right at sundown. Right here where we are. We're at the corner of Greenwood and Archer. Right here. So if you just Bill, because right now you see a couple blocks, but this would be massive. There's a street over there called Lansing. They told me Lansing had more businesses on it than Greenwood because it was growing so fast. And it, went on for, it just went on and on and on. And so to be here, to, to pay homage in this way, in this moment, in this time, I just thank you guys for being here. So give it up. Give it up for them.
4: With this loss, obviously, the lives, and there's probably more than 300 but the amount of people who were left homeless. We're talking mm-hmm. 10,000 people right. homeless in an area where they once lived. and So we don't want to forget about those people who actually survived the massacre um, and had nowhere to go. Right. Uh, so this is a day to die
3: them as
2: well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so let's let's go down a quick history. Um 600 businesses, 21 churches, 21 restaurants, 30 grocery stores, 6 private airplanes, 21 movie theaters, a hospital, a bank. 24 um, blocks. Yeah, and so... From my understanding, I was being educated. Shout out to everybody here from Oklahoma. That's actually educated me That's in awesome. the last couple of hours. Um, it started uh, kind of like an Emmett Till situation. Uh, a young black man uh, was in the elevator with a, a white young lady, and one thing led to the next. And you know, they were saying that you know, apparently he accidentally touched her dress, or on one of these, you know, sure, yeah. he said she said situations, and they locked him up. And uh, the businessmen from the area came to bail him out, to, to make sure that he was treated well and demanded his his human rights to be respected. And they didn't like that. You know, they were jealous of the entrepreneurship, the business, and they just really wanted a, a reason to kind of destroy it. And, um, you know, they waited, they locked the men up and they they came in at night and they pillaged, they pillaged yeah. the community. They bombed it, they burned it, and they literally just destroyed everything. Um, I mean, just burnt it to the ground. And to this day, it still hasn't really been made, right? No. For the the, the, the victims, the families of the victims. So we're going to talk about economic empowerment and all that, but we have to talk about the truth that actually happened. And still, like I said, to this day, that wrong still was made right. It was never fully um, apologized for, was fully compensated for, none of that. So, you know, we have to move forward, but in order for us to move forward, we have to understand what happened in the past. Right.
4: And I, that, I, I was just gonna say one of those other historical facts that, uh, again, people don't really understand, right? The first aerial bombing on US soil happened here. Wasn't, wasn't, right. no, it, it, was it, it wasn't pro it wasn't Japanese, it was That's Americans right. bombing an American city. And just think about that, right? Like the first time ever that that happened. And again, like you said, there's never been anyone, not one person has been found guilty or a crime was even committed. In fact, the only person, only people who were tried for something were four black men who were charged with inciting a riot at this time. So, I think about when we talk about the history, like, really understanding that, like, how crazy this is, it, and the fact that now that this is a generation that's bringing it to light, I, I think we move forward now with, with, with some, some, some key things that we're going to talk about tonight. Absolutely. And, and you know what? No insurance claim has ever been paid.
5: Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then back then, obviously, they didn't have electronic records of banking. So so folks had money in, for instance, Bank of Oklahoma and also banks that Chase owns today. And they showed up and said, listen, our bank records, our, our bank folio was burned up. We still, you know who I am. Mm-hmm. I like my money. And they denied them their money these banks are still holding these people's money. I'm saying Chase and of Oklahoma, are still holding descendants' money in their accounts. They denied them access to that. And, and, and it's in my professor at Harvard Law School, his name is Professor Charles Ogletree, and he led the case trying to get it to the Supreme Court to get reparations for the survivors and descendants. And when you think about what happened you think about the supreme court said no the statute of limitations have run but there is no statute of limitations on murder yeah, that's right and this is you know you're talking about 300 mostly black men who ran businesses who were heads of families killed yeah. and it's, it's it's hundreds and hundreds if not billions of dollars in today's money that was taken and stolen out of our community and we're talking about the racial wealth gap now we can tie it back to this, this situation as well as other, because every city that had a critical mass of black people had their version of the black wall. Chicago had Rosewood. Chicago had Bronzeville. Oh, okay. Detroit had Paradise Valley and Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go down. Virginia had it. Wilmington, North Carolina was almost all black and, and run by black. Um, uh, 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 what's it? Mount Bayou, where my, my partner uh, and co-founder, Nigel Roberts, was just there in Mississippi. I mean, this has happened time and, time and time again, yet the history books don't report. This this isn't even in, 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 in the books. So it's only two public school books that they talk about the largest state-sponsored race massacre in the history of this country, which happened right here at this
4: corner where we're sitting. Right. Most of them, you say that now, right, even coming from New York, but even in Oklahoma, a lot of the residents here really don't have an understanding of what happens here. And it's, it's kind of interesting, and I, I'm happy that we're here today. Um, Shout out and, my, and myself for our family because being in education, you know, like they have show and tell. But I feel like this is the real show. Gonna, you know, show them, we're gonna tell them the story, give them an authentic history, and uh, give them exposure
2: Absolutely. so right. they can see
4: it and they can go from it.
2: So let's let's get into the conversation. But first, I just want to make acknowledgements. Shout out to the lock shop. This is where we are right yeah, here. Lock shop.
6: Back up. on business. That's right, right here on Greenwood yeah. Avenue. My owner, the
2: owner, Gina. Um, very gracious to host us, so if you are in the area, make sure you patronize. And we've been meeting so many different entrepreneurs here that it's it's extremely humbling. So first and foremost, I wanted to acknowledge that. Thank you. Our families are here, Um, all of our, our children, Troy's children, my child, Ian, Came with his blue suit on, so he's ready. <laughs> that's good. That's good.
5: I would have been insulted. He had the blue suit and the red tie.
2: <laughs> he's ready. Choice, Lovely wife Danielle. My brother Wall Street Trapper. Um, yeah. Our whole staff: Mike, Pam, Jamal. Um, so yeah, we ready. I just wanted to acknowledge that so I don't forget at the end. Um, can we just do, do our, our sponsor? Yes, shout, please. Yeah, shout out to Ally, our sponsor. So obviously, uh, every Monday that we do this, uh, our sponsor
4: is uh, Ally Financial. Uh, is an option if you're looking to invest or invest. Ally Financial leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right. Shout out to to, to Queen Lule who was who blessed us last week with with uh, an amazing amazing Market Mondays. And uh, being a trusted financial service provider for both customers and communities, get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend in things that matter to you. Shout out to Ally Financial. Yeah,
2: All shout right. to Ally, so, yeah. good people. Uh, and shout out to Jenny. The chancellor, <laughs> the, the chancellor is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'm gonna get. We're gonna get into this Ian, I want. I want to let you speak. Um, I know that you have put together some information as far as the economic blueprint. So we might not have time to fully go. over we but You want to do it, then? Yes. Cool. All right. All
7: right.
2: So let's jump into this. You want to talk about this? This cryptocurrency? Absolutely. All right. Let's so jump cryptocurrency, in. Cryptocurrency. You have the first black-owned. Crypto Wallet, I believe, in North America, right? Crypto
5: yeah. Wallet Exchange. That's right. We got it. Oh, oh,
2: the Black Wall
5: Street. The black Wall Street. City.
2: City. City. Yeah. You know, all right. So we talk about crypto a lot on this show. What is a crypto wallet exchange for people that might not be familiar with what it is and why is it important that you have the first, well, not even the first, why is it important to have a Black-owned crypto wallet?
5: All right. Well, so first, let's take a step back and just talk about the move from hard money currency, fiat, to digital currency and cryptocurrency. We're in the midst of this window of time where we're moving in that that way. Just like our watches have basically become accessories, we use our phone to tell time our watches are accessories. Your purse, your wallet, you're not going to fill it with things that you're going to use to exchange for goods and services. It's just going to be an accessory. And what you're going to use to exchange for goods and services will be. A digital wallet on your phone. You already use an Apple Pay, Venmo, Zelle, Cash App. You know, PayPal. All of these. These are digital wallets. And so, why is important to have a black-owned digital wallet? Is simply this: a dollar leaves the black community today within six to seven hours. I believe if we don't start owning our own digital wallets, it'll be leaving in the future between six to seven seconds. If we're going to recirculate dollars in the black community, we have to own the technology. We we as a culture have been making so many tech platforms so wealthy based on monetizing our culture, monetizing our activity on the platforms. And if we start doing that with wallets, in other words, monetizing other folks with our money, I mean, that's us investing in them. I mean, it's crazy. We're giving them our culture. Then we're going to give them our money to take our culture. Come on, man. And so, so even, even let's just be real cash app. They've been out there talking about cash App for the culture and cash apps for the culture. You know, and people start to squirm when I talk about it because they're like, mm, man, I, I use cash
3: app.
5: <laughs> Don't talk about cash app. Don't talk about cash app. Cash app is for the culture. No, no, let's be real. So, so, so Megan Thee Stallion, I love her. They write her a nice check. Boom, boom, market that. They go over with Jay-Z. Uh, 500 bitcoin giveaway in africa boom boom they then square who owns cash app they decide okay we're going to buy controlling interest in title 300 million dollar deal and then watch this square gets their industrial bank license same license that amex has now it doesn't take a brain surgeon to see where this is headed right because if they can get two three four five million black people on the cash app a year from now two years from now i don't know when i don't know when it's gonna happen he's going to say Yo, yo,
3: <laughs>
5: Troy, man, you can't afford that bill? That's okay. Cash App got you. Cash App for the culture. Cash App got you, man. And all of a sudden, we're gonna have three, four, five million Black people paying minimum interest payments of 14 to 22%. We're, we're watching a payday lender grow, a digital payday lender grow before our eyes. And, and we can't let that happen. We already have brick and mortar payday lenders on every block in our communities. Whether it's check cashing, payday lending, rent to own, we have people paying four, five hundred, six hundred percent in interest. How can you grow wealth if you're paying that type of interest? That type of money is being ripped out of your wallet, and in this case, it'll be a digital wallet before you even see the money. So we're here to battle that. I'll just be honest. I don't, I don't got the same funding as Square, but the Black Wall Street digital wallet. We got the culture, and we can win. We cannot let. but so it does take a good time. Oh, 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 see, I see how you brought that in. Sponsored by ABC. Yeah. Well played, sir.
2: So so for the digital wallet, right? Yeah. So, all right. It allows you to hold cryptocurrency? Yes. Bitcoin?
5: Yes. So we're we're only, I mean, you know, literally, y'all, uh, we launching right now. So no. this is literally go download it right now. And, and we're only allowing Bitcoin right now. Why only one? Why, why only one? Because we have to start with education first. Mm-hmm. And we we, we got to educate. You can't, you can't just throw a bunch of coins out there. Because there's, there's almost, there's almost 9,200 different cryptos out there. And 99% of them are meme coins and basically you know just right. the trash. You know, and so you need to educate folks first because what we want to do is grow wealth and build wealth, get people into ascending value asset classes, not get them into meme coins. We're trying to not do what Robin Hood does because Robin Hood is Robin Hood, as my partner, Nigel Roberts, says. We don't want people just getting on trading just to trade because you end up losing. We want to build wealth. We want you to dollar cost average into ascending value asset class, which is get uh, my goal is to have every black person in America. Have a million satoshis wow. in their wallet. Wow! So
2: sure.
4: that's interesting because most people you see will try to create a coin um, to, to build wealth. I mean, why did you choose wallet over coin? Or is that is that something
5: that's coming? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, we'll we'll see. I don't. I never. I never want to say what's not coming in the future. But Bitcoin is already a proven form. It's what it does very well. It's a store of value. See, I want black folks, I want us that be storing value. The biggest problem, if you break down money, we're keeping all our money in cash, and every night your head is the pillow, you are poorer when you wake up because you're in cash. And every night their head is the pillow, they're actually richer because it's an ascending value asset class. What's the least future ascending value asset? It's buying real estate on the blockchain that is Bitcoin, which is buying Satoshis.
7: I mean, go ahead. Yeah, over the next 50 years, what do you think we could do on our anniversary to close
3: the
5: gap? I, I think, I'll, I'll just be honest, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to just, you know, blow, be real. Yeah. Be real. I believe our app option mm-hmm. has the potential to scale and close the, it, you know, the world is only holding, there's two of the world, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And if we actually can monopolize the coin, Come on. The world has to come through us to get it. There's only going to be 21 million minted, mm-hmm. and so if if we can be the culture, see, see, we have to. We we can't forget that we are the power, yeah. the people. We could choose shit coin. Doesn't matter what coin,
3: <laughs>
5: but you want to choose a coin that actually has fundamental value. And if we, as Black people, decide Bitcoin is that that thing, and we start holding it and trading it, then Folks will have to come through us to get access to it, and it grows our wealth.
7: You think not being a Bitcoin is like missing out on a dial like a 1950? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
5: Because I believe, and you can replay this tape. I don't know if it's four years from now, five years from now, 10 years, or 20 or 30, that there will be a time when we're not even talking about Bitcoin. We're just talking about
2: Satoshi. Let's get into this conversation, because you took me and Troy to... um... A lunch that changed our life. That was probably the nicest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see.
4: Like
2: Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> not, Oh, man. I'm take pictures of it. It was like high-level top, nah, top secret stuff. everything top secret. Oh, That was a good lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we was in Bel Air, and um, he was talking about Satoshi's. And I know what Satoshi's is because I'm in the space. But I'm assuming a vast majority of people have never heard of Satoshi. Right. Satoshi, not good. Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Was it? Okay. He's the founder he, he knows some stuff. He brought up the Nakamoto. First
5: of all, I believe Satoshi is black.
2: Okay. I mm-hmm. saw the shirt. The shirt. Wow. Yeah, somebody has a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satoshi's black. Satoshi, black. Satoshi is black. It's a black name. That's for sure.
4: Satoshi's black. Satoshi. Satoshi is black.
2: Satoshi is black. <laughs> black. <laughs> Swahili. Um <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> so all right. Can you just explain to people who Satoshi is and what is a Satoshi as far as how you're explaining? Because how you explained it to me was something I never really thought about it before, but you made a lot of sense as far as like how we used to look at gold as gold bars, Yes. now we measure gold Yes. And you're saying like Bitcoin eventually is gonna become out of reach for most people, so we're gonna have to measure Satoshi. Yes, exactly. Can I just explain that?
5: So Satoshi Nakamoto, no one knows who he or she or the group is, right? And there's a brilliance behind this, and I, I encourage everyone to read the Bitcoin white paper. You should read read it, just read it and educate yourself. the 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 fact is, is that I believe Satoshi is black, because of the ethos on which Bitcoin is built. It's the fairest form, and I believe we as black people, we've never asked for handouts or extra treatment. We just want fair, because we know when it's fair, when the playing field's fair, we win. When it's stacked against us, we don't. But at the end of the day, it's it's completely fair. What makes it fair? Compare it to fiat or, or 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 money in central banking, which is inherently systemically, institutionally racist. Okay. If I have $10 million and I want access to $2 million, okay, a bank will give me that money and charge me like 2.5% interest. Very inexpensive money. If I only have $2,000,
0: I can barely... Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
4: Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast
8: today.
5: They get a loan for $200, and that loan is going to be 25%, 30%, whatever. And so, very expensive money. The beautiful thing about the Bitcoin platform is that no matter how much you hold, it does not wait to you anymore. It's completely fair. One Satoshi is exactly as strong as one Satoshi being held by someone who may hold a billion Satoshis. You understand? So just because you hold more of it doesn't mean you have more leverage. Mm-hmm. It's all equal. So to me, Satoshi is black because they built a fair playing field. Because that's all we want. Because then we win. Equal
2: level. That's it, and a satoshi is a, a microcosm micro yes. um, of a bitcoin, right?
5: Yes, it's, there are hundred million satoshis in every one bitcoin, which shows you the genius of the development. So, okay, so the total bitcoin that will ever be minted is twenty-one million.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, so we know it's a scarce asset class, right? Scarcity is what creates value ascending value over time, right? There'll always be short-term volatility, but but scarcity is what creates an ascending value asset class if people consider it to be something that's valuable. It's just like a piece of art. If you have an, a, a, an, a great artist who does a one-off, it will go up in value over time. But if that same piece of art, that same artwork, where you make 10,000 lithos, don't sign them and just put them out, they're worth nothing. And it's the same image. The same is true for money. The U.S. government is just printing. Printing, 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 printing money, the value is going down. Bitcoin is locked. The 48 million millionaires in the world, there's only 21 million B- Bitcoin. That means there's not even enough Bitcoin to, to, for mil- each millionaire to hold one. And if we as black people start holding them, they have to come through. So Satoshis, to me, will be that form of value. Like you said, they used to price gold in gold bars. It got so expensive, they started pricing it in ounces. Same thing's going to happen with Bitcoin. When I don't know, but that's why on our platform, we're the first platform out of all the digital wallets. We we are letting you hold and price it in Satoshis. Everyone else you'll buy, it'll go 0.0000333222 of a BTC. You're going to see how many Satoshis. Wow, Right? 2,000
4: Satoshis, 5,000 Satoshis, whatever. In a sense, because my brother Wall Street Travels here is breaking down the brick. Right, Chap? Come on, Chap. <laughs> but I, I want to talk about a, a piece of of the platform that you're building because it's not just trading; it's actually an educational piece. Yeah. I know you guys
5: just came off thirty city yeah. Talk? Yeah, yeah. My co-founder Naja Roberts. Naja, she's over there by Trap. No. She is. Uh, let me tell you, Naja Roberts is is my hero. I'm so lucky to have her as a co-founder of this platform. Um, she's been on the road going city to city because to to truly deal with the wealth gap. She says it all the time, you gotta meet people where you are. And what makes her such a genius is that she's only one of two brick and mortar cryptocurrency exchanges in the country. Hers is in Inglewood, in the community. She says, "Naja Roberts says, She's building Silicon Hoods. Yeah. Yeah. Forget Silicon Valley, and 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 so she's been going. She was in Mount Bayou. That's why I mentioned Mount Bayou. Mount Bayou uh, is one of the poorest and most challenged zip codes in this country. Where's that? Right, at? it's in Mississippi.
3: Mississippi.
5: and and they were so shocked when her the her caravan came in, the Black Wall Street uh, uh, wallet caravan came in because. They're like, no one even talks about us. No one, no one cares about Mount Bayou. But the point is, is that we have to care about each other. Dr. King said we're all tied together in a single garment of mutual destiny. That means we are all linked. And if we actually understand our power and link it together, we are unstoppable, y'all. We're
7: unstoppable, man. I always tell people that the 20-year period to hold the S&P is the best. Yeah. What period do you think everyone should hold Satoshi OK,
5: so that's, that's, that's a great question. I believe, and this is my personal feeling, I believe you start collecting and holding Bitcoin and never sell. And that's why on our platform, eventually, you're going to be able to just take out a loan against your Bitcoin. I want you to be able to hold it. Everybody has liquidity challenges, right? So I'm not saying you need access to liquidity, no doubt. But just like extremely wealthy families get a really beautiful piece of property, I, I bought the Fisher Mansion in Detroit, as an example. I bought it from Michael Fisher. Mm
3: -hmm.
5: It's a 100-year-old house. They don't, to create liquidity, they don't sell the property, they hold the property and just take equity out on its ascending value. Mm -hmm. It's an ascending value asset class that you hold and you pass down. That's how you create cross-generational. I believe the same is true with Bitcoin. We collect it now, we hold it as the value ascends for us We then begin to, if we need liquidity, loan against it. And you'll be able to do that on the platform.
2: Yeah, like Nas said, long crypto, sickness and health. Um, I'm forever long crypto. I've been in crypto. I believe in it. I believe in Ethereum and I believe in Bitcoin. Um, Other coins too, but I feel like those are the two leaders in the space. I actually like Ethereum (laughs) more than I like Bitcoin. I want to get your opinion on a few different things. Ethereum to me, I think, has more of a use case and more reason why it's valuable than bitcoin i feel like bitcoin is more brand date like it's just like the brand name but i don't necessarily know if it has the same use as well it doesn't have the same use as ethereum so what is your thoughts on ethereum okay and what is your thoughts on the use case for bitcoin that's another thing we talked about in 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 bel-air that's right i said it has no use case and you said well
5: it no, does gold. what it does
2: perfectly. It already
5: does what it does perfectly. So I'll, I'll, I'll just turn it back on you before, before I answer. So w- what is the use case for gold?
2: Uh, I know some people, because it's always but like gold in cell phones a little bit. And um, they put it in, in your teeth sometimes. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Paul Wall. But the vast majority of gold, because there's always those people the vast majority of gold is not getting used in right. that.
5: It is, uh, a, it is a store of value. It's a store it's of value. value. It's been a store yeah. of valuable for 5,000 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Bitcoin is a store of value. What makes it valuable is its design on the blockchain. It's a simply a store of value. I don't want our community using it for a means of exchange. I don't want you to buy pizza, a blender, <laughs> N- 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 naja bought a juicer from Bed Bath Beyond a bunch of years ago just to prove that how you use Bitcoin. And now that juicer, I believe that that she used like $150 worth of Bitcoin on, is probably probably cost her what 2000 dollars, $18,000. So I don't want you using it to transact. I want you to use it as a store of value. That's that's the purpose of it, and it does and it does that perfectly. The way it's designed, it does it perfectly. Now. You asked about Ethereum. I hold Ethereum, I like it, it's fine, but it's just like anything else. It's like I tell people when we're talking about financial literacy, you got to get your emergency savings first before anything. Yes. You know, you add up for six months, what are, your need, what are your absolute needs for shelter, food, electricity, utilities, you know, your cell phone bill, the things that you actually need to, to, to communicate with your family and, and live. And you need to, to save up six months of that before you're doing anything else, right? Have, have that and then move on. The same thing in the crypto world is that get your million Satoshis first, minimum, more the better. And then as you educate yourself in the space, you can start looking for other ways to participate. To me, Ethereum, the gas fees are high. There are a number of use cases that I think are good, but at the same time, there's gonna be more competition coming forward, yeah. right? There's yeah. there's there's, Cardano. there's card Cardano, something that we don't even know. know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, it's right. something new that you don't even know. Bitcoin is different, right? Bitcoin's not trying to be the new new gold. Is not trying to be the new new. And what makes Bitcoin so po- powerful is that right now there's ten the you know the market cap of gold is ten trillion dollars, and that's over five thousand years. The market cap for Bitcoin is about a trillion dollars, and that's over twelve years. so 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 there's a lot of money flowing into that asset class, and and it's becoming a store of value. And I think it will continue to ascend. And it's not the obviously the only crypto. There's 9,200, and there's going to probably be another 9,000 next year, and there'll be more and more and more coming. And that's not to say there aren't good things. I mine Ethereum. Yeah.
4: I'm ap- actively mining. Mining a wallet It's security. And so, obviously, can you talk about the importance of that and how, when you were creating the Black Wall Street uh, digital wallet, how did you go about ensuring security for the platform? Okay,
5: great, great, great question. So security has to be number one, because in our community we've been ripped off by so many fraudulent financial service and products, hidden predatory on their face predatory, that folks are, are rightfully nervous. That's why we hold so much cash. They're like, well, if I just hold my cash, I know at least it's not getting taken, right? That's mattress money mentality, right? And so, so we knew that had to be paramount. And that's why when you go on and you all download it, the first thing is going to be your your information security questions, what they call KYC, which is Know Your Customer, mm-hmm. right? There are a lot of platforms out there, and watch this: where you can go on, they let you on real quick, no friction. You start trading and buying and doing all this stuff, and you haven't done anything. You're like, dang, this where's the security? And the thing is, is that they're betting that making it frictionless is, you know, you're getting more users and more adoption. But then when you try to offboard, you're going to have to do your KYC anyway yeah. when you want to take the asset out. But the point is, we want it to be buttoned up from the beginning. And yeah, it's going to take a little bit longer. But you're going to know that we are completely buttoned up, because the last thing we can have happen. And I do believe, I'll be real with you, I do believe, since we are a Black-owned digital wallet, there are going to be hackers that try to take us out, just like they took out the brick and mortar version. They're going to try to take out the digital version, too. I'm not naive to think that. So we have to, had to make it bulletproof. So we just, you know, my CTO, Brother named Brian Griffin. Shout out to Brian. He he is the baddest brother, and he specializes in cyber crypto security. Down the line, he is so bad, and he kept, yo, know, asking questions and, and and beating up on the developers, and then asking more questions and beating up on me, then asking more questions and then going in. And he's so valuable. He is he is the key. He has been the key for us. And 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 I want to say this. And this is a critical point, y'all. We did not license this. We did not white label this. In other words, we didn't throw the Black Wall Street name on someone else's tech. We built this. We own the IP. We own the code. We own the technology. And that's essential. It's an essential difference. Because too many times, folks have been marketed to something that wasn't really owned by us. I mean, think about the Rush card. When they pulled up the, the hood on that, you realized that was Green Dot Bank. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: And and they put marketing on top of that. And they just put their fees. So black folks were like, yo, if I would have gone straight to Green Dot Bank, I would have paid less?
7: Yeah. Oh, man. I always say if you invest uh, 200 a month, let's say just half the African-American community, that'll be $4 billion into the market every month. Oof. How much do you think we should put into... Crypto to help offset some of the
3: challenges we
5: face. I I I I literally believe that if all of us com- committed to five dollars a day,
3: mm.
5: dollar cost average. I say set and forget it.
3: DCA.
5: That's it. DCA. Yeah. And if you just did that, five dollars a day, you don't even need to think about it again. And and you'd see in two, three, we we will have created hundreds of millions of dollars of wealth. Another two years, three, billions of dollars of wealth, etc. Because Slow and steady wins the race.
2: Yeah, no one yeah. wants to hear that,
5: though. Nobody wants to hear that, right?
2: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Can you explain, because some people, I want to make sure everybody understands. We talk about dollar-cost averaging, but why is dollar-cost averaging so vital in cryptocurrency, in your opinion?
5: Yeah, it's, 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 it's vital in crypto because it reduces, the, <laughs> it reduces the volatility of the asset. Cryptocurrencies are extremely volatile because they trade 24-7, mm-hmm. seven days a week so there's a level of volatility that exists and remember the you know mass amount of institutional money isn't in these asset classes yet. Now, when you have mass amounts of institutional money and they're not just getting in and out of positions, there's a lot of people getting in and out of positions, it can move quite quickly. Dollar cost averaging takes that volatility line out of it because just simple, simple thing. If you're always doing the exact same time agnostic to price. So if the price goes down, you get more of the asset. If the price goes up, your overall portfolio value goes up, but you're getting less of the actual asset per trade, which is fine, which in, In my opinion, I went either way. People keep telling, you know, I talk to people. I say, what do you want? You know, the price of Bitcoin is going down. I say, yes. They say, man, why are you saying yes? I want it to keep going down because I get more of it. I want it to to keep going, keep going down. And that's why the education piece is so important. Because what we can have on the Black Wall Street digital wallet platform is people getting in, and then they get online, and say, "Hill Harper's a liar. He ripped me off. This this thing dropped 20% yesterday. I can't stand him." Because this is a long term hold. It doesn't matter. You want it to drop
3: 20%,
5: so you get more. You know. And I say four years minimum, as far as if you're thinking about getting out of the asset, whatever you're putting in. There's no there's no one day that you since Bitcoin's inception, if you would have bought Bitcoin and you held it for four, be under. Not one day. Yeah. Not one day.
4: It, so as the platform grows, I know you said you started with two digital assets. Are you going to add more? And if so, what's the criteria that you're looking for when adding the digital asset?
5: We want to hear from the community because this is, you know, this isn't Hill Harper's wallet. This is the community's wallet, right? So if folks say we we want we want the black coins on there, a dual coin, guap coin, CJ coin. Um,
2: Capo coin, Capo, Capo, Capo. Capo coin. <laughs> shout out to Jim. De- hey,
5: there's a there's a coin call coming. I had a, had a meeting with his brother called Derek, uh, called Vibranium, Vibranium coin. Oh, that's that's,
2: oh, our, guy. that's huh. our guy. That's our guy. That's our guy. You heard of it? Yeah, you yeah, the man. guy? Okay. That's that's guy.
5: So God. so it's coming, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Derek Ferguson. Yeah. Derek Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson, Ferguson. yeah, yeah. So that's coming. So so we have a lot of coins coming, you know, by founders from our community, etc. But at the same time. We want to be good stewards of the community and give the give the folks what we want. We don't need to tell people. They need to tell us. I don't want to assume that I'm smarter than you. I'm not, right? I want you to tell me what. But at the same time, I don't want to just throw everything at you, and then folks don't really know what to do, and they hear, oh, get that Dogecoin, get that Space Moon, get that Shibu in you," And the next thing you know, they're going to Vegas. I tell people, if you will not gamble like that, go to Vegas. At least they gave you a free drink.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And
4: maybe a room.
2: And maybe a room, exactly. <laughs> um, you spoke about lending Bitcoin. Yeah. Can you can you break that down? Lending against the lending Bitcoin. Against it? Yeah. Can you explain that?
5: Yeah. So so, basically, to me, the reason why I recommend and 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 a hold position is because the I believe the value is going to t- continue to ascend in a way that you will ultimately be holding a good amount of equity in your asset in your portfolio and you're going to be able to take pull money out or liquidity out against that without selling the underlying asset and that's a very valuable way to go i mean it's just literally repeating what folks do with real estate and other assets and hedge fund managers and people like that and 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 that's the beauty of bitcoin you become your own bank this is about self-sovereignty this is about us community sovereignty we literally as 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 a community we could decide to go off the grid. We we wouldn't need the central banking system. We wouldn't need the U.S. dollar. We could decide that. We got $1.2 trillion of spending power. If we're intentional about that, that would make us the 15th largest economy in the world. Black
2: Americans.
5: And if we're intentional about just a percentage of that, we would change the wealth gap. Let
2: me ask you this. Um, You went to Harvard. Yes. And... um, don't hold that against me. <laughs> no, you- Come
5: on, Trap. Trap's like, nah, man. He's Harvard Negroes. Come on. <laughs>
2: you <can> download the app. <laughs> you <can> download the <laughs> app. It's live. It's live right now. So now you, you're interesting. You went to Harvard and you became good friends with uh President Obama.
5: That's right. We played basketball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you you went into politics? Yeah. So the political play on cryptocurrency is very interesting. Um, China. China, their hardest to you know derail the situation. America, you know, taxes up and down, what they want to do with it. Um, so that's always been a fear of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is that governments control currency. And at any point in time when a currency starts to threaten a government, the government is either gonna end the currency or co opt the currency. And actually the whole point of, of Bitcoin will not be there anymore because the government will control it. So how do you feel about government's interaction with cryptocurrency?
5: Government can't stop Bitcoin. That's the whole power of it because you can self custody. So, I, I, you know, listen, if our wallet is going to be certainly secure enough for you to hold as much Bitcoin in your wallet as the Black Wall Street digital wallet, right? But I don't recommend that you hold all of your Bitcoin on our wallet. I want you, I want us to take it off and hold it yourself because that gives you power. You become your own bank. That's power. And so you get a cold wallet, you know, you, you, you gotta be really, you know, organized and make sure you're not gonna lose it. But you get a cold wallet, you transfer that coin off at a certain amount or point or a certain percentage off, and you hold it yourself, you self custody. And even if the government comes on and says, yo, Bitcoin is done. Bitcoin is out. What you're self-custing this Bitcoin? They can't come and take that thumb drive from you. Yeah. They cannot and they won't, because you better hide in a place. You know those dudes, you know hide, hide things. <laughs> you know you gotta
4: hide it. So uh, when you say take it off, obviously you're talking about like a, a Nano Ledger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So you have a, your Black Wall Street uh, visual wallet is an app. At some point, will it become a, a ledger in itself too. Is that something that you guys are
5: thinking down the road? Yeah, you know the. the Roadmap is is vast. There's so many things we want to do. We eventually want to have a peer. uh, Eventually, want to have a
1: peer-to-peer lending apparatus. We want to do five to fifty. Ah, spring! Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about With Chime secured credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com/build. That's chime.com/build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com/disclosures for details.
6: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket?
5: thousand dollar micro loans business loans right if we're actually able to get enough people on board and we're actually able to create that that equity liquidity position on the app folks could start lending see this is oh, you see where i'm going folks could start putting their bitcoin up make interest off of it and be giving black businesses small loans based off what they're holding so everybody's winning You see? We create our own ecosystem. And that's why we called it the Black Wall Street, because it brings us right back here to the Greenwood district in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Because to me, what created the wealth here, where we are, three pillars. One, institutional ownership. Two, institutional trust. And three, the movement of money or capital within the ecosystem. Dollar change hands 6,100 times. Back then, that was up to a year or more. right? And so that created the centrifugal force of creating jobs. Because if I go transact with you, you got enough business, you're gonna have to hire somebody else. That person's gonna start making a living, and they're gonna transact over here, and that, they have to hire somebody else. So we forget the network effect of money. Yeah. We can copy that same network effect within a digital wallet ecosystem. So we can have peer to peer lending, we'd have micro lending, and then we can start spinning up things. I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm hit you with something we can create our own algorithm for creditworthiness. Mm
3: -hmm. So we
5: can have the Black Wall Street credit rating. So Leon on on Experian, Equifax, TransUnion, wherever, maybe 550. But on the Black Wall Street, He's an 800.
4: (laughs) Shout out (laughs) to Tyrone.
5: So that's it. And and one thing I want to say about the genius of where we are right now. So O.W. Gurley and, and the founders of this 35 blocks that is the Greenwood District, to me, the real fundamental genius was that he didn't say, oh, I'm gonna put up girly hotel, girly cinema, girly apartments. You're gonna have to rent from me. You're gonna have to go to girly grocery. He said, I believe I will do better if I help empower other owners. A rising tide will raise all shifts, including mine, right? And so that collective spirit, that's a mindset shift for our community. And if we can get there, like, yo, no matter what business you're in, you're not my competition. You're my brother. And I want you to win because if you win, you give me permission to win. And so that's we, collective how, economics.
7: So how do we get the entire community to shift to collaboration versus like a market share driven model?
5: We have to show and prove it. And to, to me, if they start seeing success, if they start seeing people like, for instance, Naja, who I mentioned, she was my co-founder and partner, she already had an over-the-counter brick and mortar exchange. Okay. So on the face of that, you say, oh, Hill, Hill's coming with uh, Black Wall Street digital wallet. Her, hers is called Crypto Blockchain Plug in Inglewood, California. Okay. Hill's coming with the, the, the Black Wall Street digital wallet. Oh, you think we are competitors, right? Because we are literally selling Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But instead of saying no, if we work together and lock arms, we can scale because there's so much need. We're in a state of emergency right now. We can try to act like we're not. But that prosperity now state that was called the road to zero wealth said that we're black folks, we're going to be at zero wealth by 2053. Something doesn't change. And the McKinsey and company said, well, the pandemic has made it actually 2043 now. Yeah, like and Latinos are so we, so we blessing people with some satoshis, putting them in their wallet so they can get used to this concept and understand that this is something that's accessible and available to too long. They've been locked out, too many barriers to entry in getting those ascending value assets. And we want to show that's not in no matter you are no matter who you are if you can get a dollar two dollars if it's a dollar a week a dollar a month a dollar a day whatever you can do just start you know i uh i allowed when, when i was that age i allowed people to project fear onto me about limitations there was property i wanted to buy even even that young Father. Polit- of a property. I said, Dad, I found this property. I think it's saying, you know. And he's like, No. Why? What, what do you think? A lot of money. And you do that, you know. Uh, and that property, I think today, worth like six or seven million dollars. What's crazy about it is it felt it was the right thing to do. And that's the thing. For me, I, I learned that fear stands for false evidence appear People project their fears on you. They're not your fears. They're projecting on you, and so you have to follow your heart, intuition. And and you know, I mean, I was in you know, cause at that age, from Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island, to Boston, Cambridge at that point wasn't a super expensive. It what hadn't exploded in real estate values. Boston hadn't exploded in terms of of cost. And there was opportunity there. I was gonna be there for four years anyway, going to grad school, and so instead of renting, I could have, I could have bought. The whole idea was it was like that. My idea was buy a, a a unit in like a fourplex and rent out the other units. And so I needed to get help help me with the down payment. And he was like, No, no,
4: no, <laughs> no. you're good, kid.
5: You know, but
4: I want to I want to stay with the fear, and I'm gonna right. trip it a little bit because most people don't accept the fact we well educated going into this space, and so I'm sure there's plenty of doubts and a bunch of the naysayers. I'm sure, right? Like I oh, about, how do you deal with that? And in turn, how did you build your team, right? Because you had to find the people who also had a similar passion and belief in this as well. So how did that process go?
5: You know, I. You know, I don't want this to sound you know, too, too out there, but I believe God in the universe puts people in your life Amen. at the right time, you know, and, and, and you, you you meet people, you know, my brother Lamar Wilson's out here from Black Bitcoin Billionaires, shout out to Black Bitcoin Billionaires. Um, I met Naja through that platform, right? And, and And you think that Brian and I got introduced, Cause I had, I was in Seattle. Cause my my show, The Good Doctor, up in Vancouver. So I was in Seattle. This brother is a genius. and There's a lot of tech in Seattle. So he he was there, and he and I met, started talking, realized that we were interested in community empowerment, and he's a tech genius. And so, so so you ended up, you know. And then sometimes, man, I mean, you work with people, and it just didn't work, you know. But so it's I'm not saying that every time the right situation. You know, I got. I've been very blessed and fortunate to have good people. Um, And and and, you know, all of us were only as good as our team. You know, only as good as our team. And and and, I'm adamant saying this is not Hill Harper's. This is ours, right? I'm I'm literally attempting to do it the way O.W. Gurley thought about, you know, the Black Wall Street in the Greenwood District. You know, I I haven't seen. I've 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 seen one drink. Other than that. That's it. It wasn't about girly, it was about everybody. And so that's what this is and that's what the wallet is.
2: Let me, let me ask you this, I ask you another question I asked you in Bel-Air. Um, where do you guys get Bitcoin from? I was something I was always interested in, like Coinbase and all these exchanges. Who's supplying them Bitcoin?
5: Right. So we are using a company called Prime Trust. And that's the same company Binance US uses. And it's also Swam Bitcoin uses them. Um, shout out to Swam Bitcoin. Um, you know, So we, we wanted to li- literally go to the best, right? And so all the KYC, the connective tissue between the bank account and, uh, and, and the wallet is done by Plaid, which is considered the ind- top industry to go to, the best in every category, you know. Um and eventually I just to be real, I want us to grow so that we become prime trust. We get our MSB money services business license. We get our MTL money transfer money transfer license. We get all the requisite licenses to be a fully fledged trust company and we could be a liquidity provider, right? We're holding that much and we're we're providing that service. So if a young coming up says, yo, what company should I use to access that Bitcoin? Oh, you got to use the Black Wall Street, the the, the the trust side of that company, right? And so we want to build to that. But, uh, uh, but we wanted to, on our way there, use the best so we are doing it the right way. And folks can say, dang, they're using top of the line in every single space because our people deserve that. Yeah. Our people. They're top of the line.
4: Is part of that the reason
5: why you're actually mining Ethereum? No. Okay. <laughs> no. To be honest, the mining Ethereum because I wanted to learn that side of of the crypto space, and I also wanted. It's very different, and I also want to figure out where the opportunities are in that space, because I believe uh, if we can figure out. Low barrier entry ways and different ways into the space for people to start businesses, and so the only way to do it is to try it. I mean, there's there's so many different things that are happening right now. That's why this moment is so important, right? Because if we can crack the code on some of this stuff, then we can start out offering opportunities to people, like, oh, you know, you could I could set up a whole mining rig for you, and you could if you don't have money to actually do the rig. But right now, it's hard to figure out. How to have enough money in that to do that because the costs are really high right now because the graphics cards are expensive. And so I've tried different things from the graphics card to doing it on actual computers to doing different. So we're trying different things out, but um, but the Ethereum is uh, it's, it's been it's, it's it's definitely a learning curve and a learning process. But it's actually been valuable because obviously the price of Ethereum was moving. Uh, quite quickly, and so therefore, we were actually recouping much faster yeah. than we had even projected.
4: Yeah, we actually had a conversation. I think the gentleman's name anonymous, but he was saying, I, would, I didn't even think of this. He was like, there's a, a plenty of, especially in America, building mining facilities. The real estate is cheaper, and you got to fund the land that you can just do it on. And right. so when I thought, I'm like, wait, hey. I originally thought that you only have in cold weather temperatures because the amount of big in Canada. So like even thinking of the United States, especially places like Oklahoma, there's an opportunity in that. Yeah, it's all
5: about energy costs, fundamentally speaking. So where my mining rigs are set up is in some of the lowest energy cost places in the country. Right. And that's the way you have to do it. You know, unless you're doing it purely clean energy wise, doing the, the solar or the wind or the hydro and using that to power the rigs. But if you're just paying for the energy, you have to do it in places where the energy cost is super low. So, so you know, I don't want someone out there listening saying, "Yo, I'm gonna set up a rig and then do it in their apartment in Brooklyn." No, no, no. You know, it'd just be too, <laughs> it'd be too expensive. The whole no. line goes back. Yeah. and then you're you're paying a massive bill. It wouldn't make sense.
2: Um, so, in the entertainment world, have you gotten support from your colleagues? Uh, there's a lot of powerful people um, in the movie world, entertainment world. Is that, have you even seeked any support, or how has that been? Haven't. haven't. Why not? Because
5: uh, you know, this is to me. This is the most important thing, besides being a f- so professionally. This is the most important thing and an impactful thing I believe I've ever done. This is the culmination of everything I've ever done, and so I just like I say to people, we're building this. It's a tortoise hair. Long haul. I don't I I want this to build because it builds and steady and people come to it and they get value from it. Not because you know Will Smith tweeted about it. because to me that if, if 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 I'm built off of that hype, then negative tweets will take me down. Right? I don't wanna be built off off smoke. I wanna be built off fundamentals. You know, and I want people, the people, that's why the tour and Najah going to look on people in the eye, right? Yeah. People are saying, this is valuable. You should get this. Yo, I'm up. You should do this. Get this. That's what's going really going to create sustainability. You know, not being that hot app for a minute. And the next thing you know, what was that?
7: You know? Uh, you're very intelligent, high achiever. What are some of the tips or tools you would give people to kind of emulate some of the stuff that you've done? Because you Great school and great actor. I've been in this space. What are some of
5: the parallels that you see? Or that you've done? I just, I, I really believe you just gotta follow your heart, whatever your heart says, and don't judge it. Too many of us judge it, and too many of us say we talk ourselves out of things. So many of young brothers and sisters I talk to, they say, "Well, I would do this, but," and that that sentence crushes my spirit, man. Answer is, I'm doing this, and. And I'm going to have to figure out a way to do it, because it's not clearly apparent to me how I'm going to get there, because I either don't have this or I don't have that or that. But I'm doing this. And that, to me, is it. And if you follow your heart intuitively, then you're living your truth. And that's.
7: how many hours a day are you working on your craft? Because you can follow your heart and be lazy.
5: (laughs) No, no. Yeah, yeah, but then. but then, but are you really? See, that's the thing. To me, you're not. Because if you're thinking about it, you start doing it, and you go to bed thinking about it, and you're doing it, and, and or else you're doing something that somebody else told you sh- you should do. That's the problem with education, to be honest with, with you, I believe, is that we tell people, study this so you can do this, which is automatically limiting.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Why not just study? something. So you become a more learned human. So you have more options and then choose what you want to do with that. You can go to engineering school, but decide to do something completely different, but you still have that fundamental skill set or learning. And maybe you apply the engineering or physics or whatever that is to what the new thing you do. And to me, that's, it's about optionality. It's about spreading and going and, 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 and knowing that we are a magnificent people. There's nothing we can't do. And if we know that fundamentally, we'll start understanding our power. And I I believe we'll start spending our money like that,
3: Absolutely.
5: Mm-hmm. right? But if we believe we're less than, then we start having to buy stuff to make us feel better about ourselves. When those Stimmy checks came out, Najwa was telling me she was driving down from Inglewood to Beverly Hills. She said there was a line down the block at the Louis store yeah, on, sure. Rodeo, on Rodeo Drive. It,
3: people with house yeah, yeah. people
5: with house shoes and hair rollers, they're looking like us. And And so why do we, Feel that we have to do that to make ourselves feel better. Why can't we say, you know what? I'm gonna actually start my own black-owned high-end luxury handbag shop, yeah. and then the community supports that. So we have a black-owned Louis. I mean, your man from LVMH, Bernard, you know, whatever his name, he just surpassed Elon Musk as the wealthiest Man's man in the price. world because their stock price went up.
2: Yeah. And that's
5: that's us again.
2: You know what? Moet, Hennessy, Louis Vuitton, yeah. Christian Dior, Christian, Christian Dior. Dior. Make sure they know that. Mount, the Mount, Rushmore. <laughs> 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 Mount Rushmore of Atlanta. Oh, God, shout out. Shout out to my boy, see your man, So, <laughs> as far as the financial literacy play. When, who turns you on to
5: cryptocurrency? OK, so I went away to, y'all ever hear of this thing called Summit Series? Mm-hmm. I used to go to a lot of different What's that? So, I never this heard. is called Summit Series. This particular one was called Summit Series. Then they used to have these retreat where, in this case, it was up in the mountains in Utah. But they used to have it in different places before they bought a mountain. They bought a, this mountain in Utah called Powder Mountain. And then they would they started having it there all the time. But before that, it, it moved around, and they'd have it at different places. And so at different seminars, you know, you go away these, these, these weekends, different seminars. And one was a seminar about Bitcoin. And I was like, Hey, Bitcoin. this is probably about 2014. And I was like, dang. So I go to this seminar, this guy's talking to me about how Bitcoin the way it's built, the technology, the way it, you know, it's, it's about opportunity. It's about equal access. It's about, it's literally about Dealing with wealth, wealth gap, providing access, lowering the barriers to entry, all the things we've talked about. And I was like, damn, what is this? I still don't really quite get it. And so I went up to him afterwards and I said, well, what do I do? And how do I start? He said, man, you just got to start buying and then start reading and learning. And he says, the more you learn about it, use this word that I've, you know, that's in the Bitcoin. He said, the more you learn about it, the more convicted you'll get about it. Your conviction will rise.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And I said, okay. I said, well, how do I start? He said, just go. Go and I'm not going to mention the platform he told me to go by because if you look up what's the most racist platform in the crypto exchange piece, because the CEO has treated his black employees wrong, is that it's that platform, and uh, and and uh, and so I went there because that's where he told me to go, and I think I. You're never supposed, by the way, folks out there, never tell people how many coins you hold. Yeah. How many Satoshis. Because as the value begins to rise, people don't forget. That's just a rule in the Bitcoin community.
2: And that's also a rule in the Ten Crack Commandment. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> never let them know how much you know. yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's true. But you know, jealousy. All right, that's I, right. I digress. No, as, I, as <laughs> it's, it's relevant. That's true. <laughs>
5: it's like, so as 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 the, as the value begins to roll, people remember about four years ago. He told me the he was holding what? Smart. Yeah, exactly. So so I bought some coins, and uh, and I kind of forgot about it. And then I start. I heard the story about Mount Gox. I got uh,
4: in you got
5: caught in that. And I was like, did, did, I, was did I, did I, I was like, oh, were my coins that I bought on Mt. Gox? Cause I really, I was, I was so not into it at that he, he, point. He, he, I didn't know what I it was. think
2: that's, a, that's an important lesson. Yeah, well, yeah.
5: I, I'll let Ian right. talk about it. He got caught in anymore. it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, protection
7: is most important. You have to put it in a stable place. So then BitConnect later, you have to get a platform that's trustworthy. Cause if not, I woke up one day and all my coins were literally gone. But I, I, coins. <laughs> right. And, Went to the bank. I was like, "Hey, I took my coins." It was like, "Nothing we can do." We got sure. so right. That's
4: why the protection part.
7: The protection part is so a, essential. Defense never want a crypto. That's yeah.
4: right. Yeah. Okay. I want, let's go back to the, the name, um, Black Wall Street. Obviously, right. hundred years to, to the to the moment. Three living descendants still. Yeah. Uh, obviously, three living survivors.
5: Three living survivors. Yeah. Playing. Uh, playing Descendants.
4: What are their thoughts on the? Name and have
5: you spoken to any of them about this space, the crypto space? Yeah. So yesterday, I was—I mean, yeah, I was so filled, man. I got a chance to to just to be in the audience it, and, and and right there, Mother Fletcher, who's 107 years old, and Uncle Red, who I believe is 105 or 106 years old. They were just sitting there eating, and I said, you know, I asked uh, grandson Ike if I could speak and they they talked to me for a while. Wow. And I talked to them about the platform and I said that I was making a commitment of a million dollars of profit to go to the survivors and descendants and families. Because to me, to me I my goal is is that if if we're actually Using and being inspired by their history, from which their ancestors and relatives shed blood and were murdered, then we owe them a debt. You got to pay the survivors and descendants. They got to be participants. And I would, my original plan, to be honest, was to give the survivors and descendants to create a pool of a million shares of stock and give it to them. But there was. And that's my lawyer said. There's an SEC problem with that around accredited investors pre-IPO. So once we IPO, which is the hope that we'll do someday, I'll be able to do that, right? But I can guarantee you—you know—you can give away money, you can give away profits, and that's what you can do. So I could say that. And uh, and I was just so moved to be able to talk to him. I mean, come on, 107 years old, and she's having a conversation with me. That's living. History. That's why we do this. And my son was just, who's five years old, was just a few steps away. So I was like, okay, we have, we have legacy, and then we have the future over here, and it's our responsibility to make it better. And and and, and we're letting them down if we don't step up. So I'm hoping that every business that's benefited from them and their legacy comes through, and and they get a stream of money. Um, is into there a, a, is pool. There
2: a foundation?
5: Justice or? for Greenwood. That's the foundation. Justice for Greenwood uh, is. I know Demario Simmons, Dr. Tiffany Crutcher. They're really working hard representing. Um, I've I've had conversations with both. They're working hard representing the survivors and the descendants. There's an active, multiple active lawsuits against the city of Tulsa, mm-hmm. against you know county, state of Oklahoma. I believe. They're trying to get uh, uh, Maxine Waters, the Congressional Black Caucus, to go after Bank of Oklahoma, Chase, go after the insurance companies that haven't
2: paid that insurance millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Yeah. If we can Jamal Bam or, okay. or somebody, if we could um, get the website before we end this show, I want to let the people know, if, you know, where they can donate. Like, if we can get the direct information, and um, we oh, we, we, got, we got the number right here. What's the number? So it's a Senate Hotline nine one
4: eight two zero nine. Three seven seven one. So it's the Descendant Hotline, Justice
2: Greenwood. Yeah. Nine one eight two zero nine thirty seven seventy one. Oh, good. You. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And earn your leisure. will definitely be making a, a donation, um, because I feel like you know, at the end of the day, we're really blessed, uh-huh. you know, to be able to to make money off of conversations, to be able to have lunch in Bel Air. Mm. Things of this nature, you know, sometimes you take it for granted, but at the end of the day, it's like you wake up and you can just do whatever you want. You can eat lobster. Like, you're really blessed. Yeah. And it's like that blessing was was sacrificed by other people that paid the price with their life. Yeah. Um. So we can never become jaded in a perceived notion of success. And, like, you're right. Like, you know, it's good to, you know, pay homage, but it's also good to actually help. Um, we we ask for reparations, but we have to get reparations ourselves. Right. You know, that's that's like something that we can count on. We can't count on the government, so um, we, definitely, well, we
5: definitely can't count on the government.
2: Yeah, for sure. So I encourage anybody. You know, we never force anybody to do any charity if you if you have it in your heart or if you have it financially. Definitely, you know, watch this episode, but try to help those people too because it's still not right. It's still not. You know, it's a yes. it's hundred years later, and it's still. It's still not right now. The bodies haven't even
4: been buried yeah. or no. found. Yeah. yeah we're talking over 30 to 40 million and just the real estate alone that has never come back. The Senate has never received anything for it. And it's like even though the the, the city was rebuilt, it still the bond has never been present You know what I mean? So yeah, if you if you feel encouraged to absolutely right. and like you said, we definitely going. Tomorrow they're
5: doing a whole thing. They they're continuing from today where they're actually going to where they believe some of the mass grave sites are.
2: I heard I heard some. They they, they think that there's some on the other side of this building. They said they told me. So yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of unsolved issues that um are not solved. That's right. So, but before before we wrap, what is the future of your app? Um, your platform and um, how do we start to work together collectively because even with the coins, there's a lot of coins a lot of rappers have coins a lot of, but I feel like it would be probably more powerful if there were less coins and we kind of pulled our resources together right. um, so what are, what are your thoughts on, we talk about like black banks and black banking apps, is there a way where black banks and like your platform and different types of entities that that's doing things financially can come together perhaps. absolutely i mean this is about collective about black
5: wall street absolutely and without question and so so for for us the beautiful thing about owning the tech is that anyone's platform we can plug in we can write to someone else's api i mean 50% of black folks are unbanked so, so, but we don't want them just going to any bank just because there are a lot of banks out there that do hidden predatory work where they got $600 in the account, but they charge them $200, $250 a year in fees, overdraft fees, ATM fees, all that. That's called hidden predatory. So, so, so to partner with a bank, partner with a black bank, partner with a bank. So, we have a digital platform, very low cost. We want to put payday lenders out of business. So, another part of the roadmap is you're going to be able to take a picture of your paycheck. It'll get automatically deposited into your Black Wall Street digital wallet, right, for little or no cost. And that that should put payday lenders out of business, right? And that's the type of technology we want to offer. And so every partnership is valuable. Um, uh, 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 Our Black Truth, right, Kwasi? That's what it's called, right? Our Black, Truth. Our Black Truth. is a platform that we were just talking to this brother, Michael Thompson, today about, you know, he's got all this technology, very similar to Facebook and, and very similar to TikTok and other things. And so... We all can come together in these platforms, but we have to have the ecosystem. And so and that's why I'm so proud of you, brothers, because because you, your reach, your platform, your power, is so important because people respect you and they know you're genuine because you want absolutely.
3: because oh. yeah. I think it's important, you know, as far as-
2: a lot of times people don't realize the power of working together. And you right. brought up a really good point when you said um, he didn't name everything after himself on Black Wall Street, O.W. Gurley. Uh, and I, I never really thought about it like that, but it's true. You would never really know his name. He's kind of forgotten in history. Uh, but there's a genius to that. Absolutely. There's, there's a genius to that, being um, humble enough to understand uh, it's more powerful to empower
3: others,
7: yes. Yes,
3: it, so when, you
4: know,
2: when, when, when can people <laughs> actually start to um, use your platform right
5: now? We decide, live, this is it. Right now. This is the go live. This is the launch. We chose this this moment we've been building to it to this to be the exact time that this massacre started. We wanted a hundred years later honor that by launching at that exact hour, exact time, on your show. On your show, on your show. This cause this is a blessing to be on the show. Blessing to do first market mondays live in front of an audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And to do it in this historic place. So please go download the app right now. The Black Wall Street Digital Wallet. Please download it. And know this, though. But but listen, you ain't going to be able to just download it and start buying Bitcoin. <laughs> right? You're going to have to KYC and go through the process. And all of that gets cleared. It takes time. We got it right there. Here, here real quick. Uh, we got this. This is it. This is what you'll see. It'll say learn. And then it'll say "Sign sign up. Boom, and then you put in your name, your information, and then it's gonna you'll, you'll get texted. You will get texted a, a, a code. You put that code in, and then it's gonna say, "Hey, we're checking your information to make sure, make sure you're it's clear." So you already signed up. Oh, you already
3: signed
5: up. this is Trapper right here. I beat you. This is his phone. So, so, so you come on now, and if you hit Invest Now, you just sign up. So it says we are now verifying your information because, like I said. We're doing it all first. We're verifying people first. We don't want any money money laundering on our platform. Yes, you know we don't want any nonsense. We don't want anybody doing anything that could potentially get us uh, shut down in any way. We're going. We're. I mean, it's going to be so squeaky clean and and completely bulletproof. And then you have all these videos, all these learn. There's 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 my partner there, uh, Miss Naja. Her video. What is Bitcoin? Simple
7: got to make some content for you right
5: we yeah come on, huh? this is that's her intro and i asked i asked uh, sasha i said how come her intro is better than my intro <laughs> it is and then the coin is a digital currency that lives online it was designed for peer to peer transactions just simple clear information so that people can get it meet people where they are Right. So the videos, the educational videos are very important. They're very short, a minute, minute, 30 seconds, each different topics. There'll be over 120 videos and it's all free. Anybody can get those videos. You don't need the app name is is called the Black Wall Street, the Black Wall Street. So so when you go in there, since we literally just launched, you won't uh, you know, we're not at the top. You know, we're, we're yeah. you know, we're about, yeah, yeah. So, so you'll see, you'll have to scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. And it says The Black Wall Street. And
2: they, can they go to like the link in your bio and Instagram?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the link in bio and Instagram right now take you to theblackwallstreet.com. That's okay. another way. You could put your email address in theblackwallstreet.com and then we'll send you a link.
2: Okay.
5: And if you do that, another incentive to do that is we're blessing the people from the landing page with the Satoshis first. Because those are the people that signed up first through the landing page before we were live. Those are the real convicted folks, the folks that got in early. And can know?
2: I could transfer, like you can transfer Bitcoin yeah. from like Coinbase to your please. Platform? please? Please get it.
5: You can transfer wallet to wallet. Get your get get your get your coins out of the Coinbase, get them onto the Black Wall Street. You know, go, do that. Now, now, now now there are places, let's be very clear, where you should absolutely should not be buying. Your Bitcoin. Such naja. Name. What are they?
3: Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Because Robin Hood be Robin Hood. Venmo.
5: Venmo. Weibo. PayPal. SoFi.
3: SoFi. Yep. Mm, really? Wow.
0: You didn't say Cash App. Cash App. Well, we... We got to have another show. <laughs> yeah, we got to have another show no, Cash We I definitely got to talk about porn That's the most racist That's... Show. Wow. We're, talk about...
5: Yeah. 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 Get it to the so, mm-hmm. so. So... 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 The reason why many of those platforms, for different reasons, you either have to cash in your Bitcoin to, to actually move it. They're not letting you just move it right off as Bitcoin. And you want to be able to move it off, like I said before, self-custody, et cetera. And so that's a really critical point about the ability to have it be self-sovereign. So that's what you can do on our platform. And we're, we're trying to make it as clear and simple and low barrier to entry, low friction as possible. And that's why the videos are important, because people are just give people comfort. Because it's the new space.
2: Yeah.
7: If we've done anything to help you, download it. Download right. it, no please. Financials. I love this brother. No financial interest. If we've helped you and we've given you that, those fire pits, download this brother's app. Yeah. Thank, you. You know Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
2: It's been an honor and a pleasure. Shout out to everybody that's here. 50 people outside that couldn't get in. (laughs) Uh, I could hear somebody playing it from the speaker. I know, right? (laughs) Right, The echo. (laughs) It's it's like a block party. Um, But, you know, thank you to everybody. You know, I have high levels of anxiety, and for some reason, they always test my anxiety level. So we lost power for for five minutes. But we fought fought through it, and we got through it. And um, that's the most important thing. There's always issues in business. um, But... It's not the adversity, it's how you handle the adversity that absolutely matters. say that. So we say that. that. Right. Hey look,
4: a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, entrepreneurs were massive. A hundred years later, entrepreneurs have come back to let you know that the dream is alive mm-hmm. and we're gonna fulfill everything that y'all thought was possible. So I want to shout out to every person in this room. I want to shout out to my brothers, because I mean this is incredible that we're doing it together. I shout out to all the sisters who are here with us as well. Um, but the dream is alive, and, and I feel like a, a, a huge sense of obligation has come over me since I've been here, in a few yeah. hours I've been here, yeah. that the mission, and I should have worn the Marathon sneakers, but the Marathon really continues and it really lives to us. So I want to encourage y'all to keep going. Shout out to all the earners, um, and shout out to all the communities that are pushing this, this narrative forward. And this is an incredible movement. We say this all the time. There was the massacre that took away businesses?
3: Yes.
4: This time around, it's going to be completely different yeah. because they can't stop us. They can't okay. stop, they couldn't stop us then, they definitely can't stop us now just because the, the information is so readily available and we're delivering it. In a and it's a name you can trust. Shout out to everybody that's part of this and leading it. I'm just I feel very fortunate to be yeah. a person part of in this movement. Um, so again, I, I encourage everybody to, to do their part, and we
2: definitely don't do ours. Shout Thank out you. to Senator Connie Johnson, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: And yes, you know, it's an honor to come. Everywhere we travel, we just, you know, the love is always felt. Um, but, you know, this is definitely something that I felt the energy mm-hmm. as soon as we got here. Um, people just embraced us, telling us the history of what's, what's happened. Um, so, very humbling experience. Glad that we had the opportunity to come. Thank you again. Thank you. Shout out to Thank Angela you for um, helping. Yeah, hey. hey, Angela to the Greenwood um, Chamber of Commerce, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. They help. Mm-hmm. Do they help out as yeah. well? Um, and anybody else? on that that, that helped put this together. Well,
5: listen. I mean, I think everybody in in Tulsa City, you know, people here. You know, the the more I learn from people here um, Vanessa Hall Harper, who I affectionately call cuz she's a city council person. Yes. I've been learning that the Williams dreamland theater which is one of the most successful theaters in the country was literally right where this highway is built right up there. And they literally, after they rebuilt, right, they destroyed it all. They rebuilt it bigger. Mm-hmm. Then they put a highway through it. Then they put this through it. They, 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 there have been years and years of systemic and institutional uh, 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 racism to try to stop this community. And now most of the black folks are in North Tulsa and they're struggling. So this is yet another reason for us to, to seed back into this community, help young entrepreneurs, help them create businesses. Being here is big. The Lock Shop. Yeah. That's right. Support this business. Right. Brothers got Great, you know, we didn't talk about, you know, I own a coffee shop in Detroit, right in downtown Detroit. So I love coffee and I love coffee shops. Brothers got a beautiful coffee shop called Liquid Lounge right here on Greenwood Avenue. Shout out to him. There are so many beautiful black owned businesses here. We can support them either on a platform or, or come here, come to, come here, support these businesses and, 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 and we all will rise together. That's it. Absolutely. I love, I love, and I love these young, young brothers. This is about the future. Look at it. Come on, come on, come on. Look at this t-shirt. I wish my son was here. Turn around. Look at that. Look at that t-shirt right there. Yeah. This is the future. This is why we got to have cross-generational wealth transfer. We got to set them up. We got to set them up. Cross-generational wealth. Man, where's Pierce? <laughs>
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, come on. Uh on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right
5: here,
3: right here. Good job, good job.
5: Yeah. That's it. That's why we got to do this cross generational wealth transfer. This is it. That's a fact. That's a fact.
2: Yes,
5: yes. yes.
7: Yes.
2: Ian, I'll Beautiful. let you get the last word, brother. Uh,
7: love each other in collaboration over, uh competition. We should not be competing against one, each other, one another. That's it. Yeah. Support each other and if you're good at your craft, there's more than enough room and money for everyone. Collaborate. That's it.
3: That's it. Community. looks like us now.